I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. There is some good news for students who are about to graduate from top universities in the world and are looking for work in the UK. According to Reuters, Britain wishes to expand its post-Brexit immigration system to attract the best and brightest students by offering work visas to graduates from the world's leading universities. And to put it simply, the country is facing a severe lack of skilled workers. Therefore, this is an attempt to entice some of the finest individuals to its economy. The report suggests Britain has stopped giving EU nationals precedence and instead implemented a points-based immigration system that evaluates candidates based on anything from their degrees and language abilities to the level of job they are offered. The UK government faced high unemployment as a result of Brexit and COVID-19 and was compelled to relax the criteria for entry-level positions. And under this new scheme, the UK is planning to provide visas to graduates of the top 50 foreign universities. As per the criteria, applicants need to pass a security and criminality check, as well as speak, read, listen, and write English at an intermediate level. And yet, India, the world's second-largest English-speaking population on Earth, doesn't find itself on the list of top 50 universities. Quite shocking, isn't it? Apparently, the UK government's list of qualifying universities from 2021 includes over a dozen of American universities, as well as schools from Canada, Japan, Germany, China, Singapore, France, and Sweden. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. I am Farheen Khan and here is the deep dive for June 1st, 2022. I think we can all agree there is no love sincere than the love for food. And why not? Like Chef Gusto from Ratatouille once said, good food is like music you can taste, color you can smell. And good food is definitely incomplete without fresh ingredients. But then there appears to be a shortage of international ingredients, particularly fish. If you've ever visited Olive Kutub in Mehroli region in the capital city, then you've probably had the chance to taste their exquisite Japanese fish. That was, however, before the pandemic struck. Reportedly, the restaurant has replaced its international fish with Andaman's tuna. Nevertheless, that isn't the only element being switched over. According to a Business Standard report, in Olive Kutub, gherkins, which are essentially tiny pickled cucumbers, are now made from kundru or ivy cord instead of imported cucumbers. Honestly, this is definitely something I'd like to try. Gherkins with an Indian twist. Apart from olive kutub, even the Taj Mahal in New Delhi has switched to locally caught fish. The fish supply was originally thought to be very consistent and dependable, but it has since grown unstable. Hence, fresh fish and seafood are currently procured from the Andaman Islands by the Oberoi Group. Similarly, the pandemic and current Russia-Ukraine conflict made it difficult to obtain imported meat, cheeses, sauces and other items at the Claridge's in New Delhi. So, what's the solution? They've now switched to high-quality cheese made locally in Uttarakhand and Gujarat. 
and it looks like international meat and supply shortages have given a host of new possibilities for five-star restaurants to experiment with their menus and include local flavors. The Oberoi Group, for example, is among the first hotel chains in India to offer burrata cheese, which is apparently prepared by a priest in Bangalore. It has also established a relationship with regional farmers who grow fruits such as mangosteen, rambutan, heirloom tomatoes and avocados locally. The Oberoi Group is also quite famous for its newly introduced gooseberry, and by that we mean amla salad. Times have changed and how. For a start, can you imagine eating amla salad at Oberoi? But do you notice a pattern here? Five-star and fine-dining restaurants who used to pride themselves on offering international meals are now going local, or should I say, Atmanirbhar? While the lack of imports has caused eateries to alter their menus, it has also helped to strengthen the local economy. Fresh produce sourced from local farmers and territorial communities save money on transportation and storage. Plus, reduced emissions and energy consumption benefits the environment. Moreover, localizing the supply chain guarantees higher quality ingredients and the absence of adulteration. Not only have a legion of five-star hotels in Delhi gone local, cafes and eateries in Mumbai have also had to reconsider their procurement strategy. For example, Loki and Toot, a European cafe and winery, has apparently stopped relying on international sausages and has begun home-curing meat and obtaining fish from Kolkata instead of imported salmon. All of this may not be bad after all, a blessing in disguise, if you will, for both the local economy of these regions and the restaurant industry in India. Now, if you are one of those who have tried the amla salad at the Oberoi, do let us know what you think of it. We might, in fact, give it a try ourselves. On that rather tasty note, see what we did there? You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.